Hey Danes, and welcome to the first episode of Dane Talk, a student-led podcast for Denmark High School. I'm Lila, and I'm joined with our two counselors, Ms. Arna and Ms. Carlson. Today we're going to be talking about mental health. So the first thing we would like to hear from you guys is, to you guys, what's the significance of mental health awareness in Denmark? Something, especially coming off of COVID for the past two years, I think it's really important that you guys are kind of looking inward and um, reflecting on how you guys can take care of yourselves, not only like in a physical aspect, but also in like that social, emotional well-being. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I think we're learning a new normal. Um, You know, we were virtual for a period of time and some students, this might be their first year that they're back in a school building. So they have to relearn how to interact with their peers, their teachers, advocate for themselves. Counselors specifically, we do our best to make sure that um, our students are really focusing on their wellness and not just focusing on what their peers are doing. And we have a pretty busy busy office. As a student, there's definitely learning gaps and there's definitely Mm -hmm. like, we were isolated for a while and now it's like jumping back. And high school is definitely way different from middle school, which a lot of us left off on Mm -hmm. with COVID. So as a counselor, what efforts do you guys take to help students manage their stress? Yeah, I think in kind of a structured standpoint, we have the sources program. Mm -hmm. Um, We also do like signs of suicide with our freshmen specifically and our movement and mindfulness where we kind of just kind of we catch them right as they come in the door. Um, And then unstructured wise, we do a bunch of stuff in the office. Yeah, there's also the big school-wide initiative for wellness um, day and times. Mm -hmm. So that's built in time to the school day, at least once a month, where all teachers throughout the school building are offering some type of wellness. Maybe that's coloring, or um, I see Coach Godwin outside playing like soccer, Mm -hmm. tennis, and um, there's kids running around Frisbees. I know, Coach Wagner just did like a Taylor Swift listening party. So um, there's a lot of different um, avenues that teachers are trying to use. And and it might even be just like a silent time. So that's definitely a big push. We also, Ms. Carlson and I specifically um, work on our Instagram page where we are always sharing resources for our students um, and reposting different ways to utilize wellness in their in your lives cope with stress and anxiety we have a ton of fidget toys in the counseling Mm -hmm. office as well so like sometimes when students are really anxious and they're not ready to even talk like we have things yeah so just making school more fun and like less stressful Mm because it's very hard already to wake up in the morning and so those wellnesses can be really nice because you know you have something to kind of look forward to do you guys think that like stress and all that is more in freshmen or seniors or is it about the same? I think that's a hard one. I don't think it discriminates. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the same across the board and even teachers and staff members alike. I think so many people are struggling with stress and anxiety yeah. and just learning the new normal of what society is nowadays. Like, I think it's changed. what you stress over is a lot different. Like yes. in our seniors right now, we just had UGA apps come out and Absolutely. college and all that stuff. But with freshmen, it's like you guys, like you were saying, you kind of were cut off for two years right before high school. So like not only is high school new, but like you were not prepared for it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like there's so many different ends of the spectrum. And I think it's just more so like what you guys are stressed about is a lot different but I think at the same time 
everybody, including us, <laughs> we're all stressed. We're all dealing yeah. with those mental health aspects. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree because I think last year I did not have the same stress as, as I did this year. This year, mm-hmm. like, college is in the back of my mind mm-hmm. and, like, it feels like everything depends on it and I can work this year. And so I feel like each grade comes with its own, like, unique challenges. Yes, yes, for sure. I definitely agree with that, like you're saying, like, Freshmen are learning a new school building. I mean, they haven't even been in a school building since they were in sixth grade. So they never really got that maturity through being, like, the big dog on campus in eighth grade. Like, they were just virtual, and then they came back as freshmen. And Some football players that look like they're 35, and then we have freshmen that look like they're 10. So there's a big gap in maturity level um, and life experiences and everything. So freshmen too like once COVID hit and my counselors were like it's basically pass or fail like everyone's mm-hmm. gonna pass I stopped mm-hmm. learning I stopped doing my work <laughs> yep. and everything just builds on each other so mm-hmm. I came back and there were so many gaps yeah I think a lot of people are still like reeling from those effects even though we're like way past COVID at this point Mm -hmm. but it's really the first year too that we're getting back to a lot of normalness with our holidays and our breaks and not having to go out because of COVID Mm -hmm. so do you guys think it's important for students to have like a healthy balance between school sports and mental health absolutely Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things in our office that we are trying to communicate and advocate for is Um, even for ourselves, just finding work-life balance. Like, what does that look like for everybody? And that's not taking seven APs, doing three different sports, being part of 10 different clubs. Um, It's finding those one or two things that you're passionate about, you know, pouring yourself into those and then figuring out in your schedule, like, what's actual, like, a purposeful class for you to take? You know, do I need all seven of these APs or are my strengths in English and social studies and I should focus on that? So just finding out, like, where your passions lie, but not only that, but, like, where you can also spend your free time that's like going to enrich you and not just be something you can put on a resume. Because at the end of the day, um, colleges, which you guys are all stressed about, they're not really looking for that. They're looking for where did you put your passion? Um, That's what they want to see. I would also say, I think it's something that we stress is having that balance of school, extracurricular activities, whether that's a club or a sport, and then just stuff that you do outside of school in general. Like, are you giving back to your community? Mm -hmm. Are you volunteering. Those are things that really help develop our students and develop a different skill set that is different than just burying your head in a book and studying like Ms. Carlson said for like seven or nine AP classes <laughs> and then and then you're coming to us in March and crying about how you're so stressed. Well yeah I would be really stressed too. That's a lot. So we really, really encourage all of our students that we speak with to have a healthy work-life balance and we preach it to parents as well. And I just think coming back to the college piece, like for anyone that's listening to this, (laughs) I would highly advise you to not overload yourself with APs. It's much easier for teachers and counselors and community members to write you a letter of recommendation and highly recommend you if you're a well-rounded student, Mm -hmm. well-rounded person. Like it just speaks volumes to us when students really dedicate their time to something that they're passionate about. Like if I see a student that has like a million clubs that they're in, you definitely didn't give all your attention to those (laughs) clubs. Like you just did it to put it on your resume and like, 
you took all of these APs to boost your GPA. Like, what are you passionate about? Like, that's something that colleges want to see. Yeah, and for the students who find that they don't like clubs or they don't have a sport, do you mm-hmm. think that's really going to affect them in the long run? Um, yes and no. I think yes, just because they need to be involved in something. Mm-hmm. I think being involved in anything, and that could be, like, going to an old people's, like if you love knitting, going to an old person's home and knitting with them or, you know, starting a little business and know because you don't have to be in a sport. You don't have to be in all of the clubs, but you do need to find something that you're passionate about, whether like Miss Farnham said, kind of like giving back to something, um, dedicating your time um, and energy somewhere. It just needs to be something that's going to enrich you and and that's not always going to be a sport and that's okay um but you need to do something besides school and you have to try things yes you're not going to tell if you're not trying different things like if i think that i really like fencing and then i join the fencing club and i'm like wow i'm really terrible at this (laughs) like then maybe next year i don't do it but i wouldn't have known that i didn't like fencing if i didn't try it and then i probably could not have met sarah and joe like (laughs) you make connections through everything that you try and everything that you do and you learn different skills yeah so it's definitely important to don't like let anxiety or stress overtake reaching out and branching out yeah um i definitely think once to you get to a point where you can work like it's important to try working if you want to because yeah. mm-hmm. you definitely not everybody needs it mm-hmm. right but I personally I've made a lot of work friends and it can be rewarding at times and I think I've learned a lot of skills but I've also tried to balance that with school keeping my grades mm-hmm. up like there's always this like obligation like people are like oh you don't play any sports or like oh you play too many sports mm-hmm. and so it's it can be hard to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's like, you're part of the newspaper. Like just because it's not something that you're necessarily doing outside of the school day doesn't mean it's not considered like an extracurricular. Like I would say, okay, well, newspaper is a class, but you're really dedicating extra time outside of the classroom to this. So um, our students that are in career pathways and things like that, like that also speaks volumes to what you're passionate about. Like we don't tell you, you don't have to take a career pathway, mm-hmm. but if you're passionate about something or maybe you just want to explore like different options, like those are great ways to try new things. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys had like one main piece of advice for students from each of you, mm-hmm. what would it be? That's hard. Um, uh, one piece of advice. I think if I had to pick like an overarching thing, I'd say put your phone down and look up. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We just even walking through the media center to come into this room, I had three kids <laughs> crash into me because they were looking at their phone. Like, just look up, pay attention, be mindful of what's around you. Like, yes. there's a whole big world out there that no one's paying attention to because we're sucked into our phones. Um, you guys have only known life with it. So um, I just think it's really, really important for us to pay attention to what's around us because we're missing relationships that we could be building. More. Um, I think a big one for me is stop being afraid to be anxious. We all are going to be stressed and we're all going to be a little anxious. And that's just our body telling us that like a new thing is happening. Mm -hmm. But we need to remember that that thing can also be exciting, like joining the fencing club or, you know, doing a podcast for the first time. Um, Just like doing something new is going to cause anxiety. It's going to cause stress. But those 
those things are good things. That's just our body saying like, oh my gosh, this is something new and exciting. Like what's going to happen and being yeah. able to like dive headfirst in that and being like, I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever it is, it's going to be awesome. We just don't allow ourselves to do it. How are we ever going to know if we're going to be good at it or if it's going to be exciting or if it's going to be like the thing that we want to do for the rest of our lives. Um, I know the first time I ever sat down for counseling we have to take a class when we're in grad school um, where we sit down with one other person and we have to just start counseling them. And that is the most nerve wracking, scary thing. And now we have 20 kids come through our office mm-hmm. and on a daily basis. But that if I had let that stress or that anxiety overwhelm me and take me and I'd be like, oh my God, you can't do this. You need, you need to get out, get out of the office. I never would have been able to be a counselor. Um, yeah. And I mean, it had, that has to do with sports. I remember the first time we picked up a lacrosse stick and Ms. Right. Adams, the lacrosse coach as well. Um, I don't think if I had like gone into my first game and said, oh, I just can't do this. I'm not good enough. I never would have gotten to the level that I did. Yeah. So just, it's okay to feel a little anxious. Just try. Yeah. And once yeah. you try, that's all we can ask of anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I think yeah. it's definitely important to have yourself grounded with mm-hmm. peers, counselors, coaches, teachers, pressures online mm-hmm. coming through. Yeah. But even then, there's pressures in person regardless yeah. that are always going to be there. So I think it's very important to have counselors mm-hmm. or just friends or people who are there, even if it's just like one person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So... For students who are looking to find more ways to relieve stress, what do you guys do in your free time to help you guys just de-stress? Um, Thanks. I really like baking and cooking. Um, I also, to start my day, I've gotten to, into a great routine of like, I start my day with a workout. And I know that sounds crazy because waking up early is really hard, but I have been in the best mindset that I've been in the last five years just because I'm moving my body. Everyone always says that they don't have enough time in the day to do the things that they want to do, but we really do. I mean, the reality of it is we're sitting with this phone in our hand for more times than not when we could just put it down and do something that we care about that's important to us. So doing things like that, just finding the things that make me happy and actually doing it. For me, routine is just a big thing for me. I wake up every morning. I go into my other room. I sit down. I do a little meditation, do my gratitude journal, and then I get ready for my day, do my chores. I go visit my ducks and chickens in the mornings. I let my dog out. Um, I just need to walk. Like if I go do a heavy workout, that's more tiring for me where if I just go for a brisk walk and like my phone is not with me. I'm not listening to anything. You know, I'm literally just like kind of soaking in my surrounding. It's just like Ms. Farnham said, finding those really little things that just kind of bring you joy, bring you excitement. And you're able to kind of work into your day because we do all have time. And like, I will put out a little challenge for everybody. Um, you guys can all see your screen time now on your phones. And I know I get a little thing on Sundays. It's like, you have this many hours of screen time, reduce it by an hour. Whew, that'd be amazing. But like, just try that because then you're reconnecting with not only yourself, but the people around you, your environment, and just so many other things that you'll be like, wow, I actually do have all this time instead of mindlessly scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or whatever that is. Well, and that's such a helpful tool as well, because when you look at it, you can say, okay, well, (laughs) maybe maybe I need to be a little bit more mindful about how I'm spending my time and don't let it stress you out. Like you might see that number and be like, oh my God, I'm putting my entire day on my phone. It's the consistency that pushes you through mm-hmm. being up at like 6 a.m. And you're just like, why am I up? Why did I stay up till 2 a.m. last <laughs> yeah. night? 
it's like I'm sure everybody's been at a point where they're like yeah my goal is I'm gonna start getting in shape I'm gonna do what I finally want to do and then that time comes and you don't do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) little things every day are what make a difference yeah Yeah. definitely we do have time it's where is all the time going Mm -hmm. yeah definitely Thank you for joining me, ladies. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for listening, Danes. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode of Dane Talk.